funeral announcement. It is with our deepest heartfelt sympathy I want to inform you about the death of our beloved friend and sometimes enemy, Mr. 2018. He is survived by 12 wives, 52 children, and 365 grandchildren. The funeral will take place on Monday, 31st of December at 11.59 p.m. His family members ask me to inform you that he accidentally died with all your problems, sicknesses, disappointments, frustrations, untimely deaths, shame, disgrace, bareness, discouragements, failures, and rejections. Yet his successor... Mr. 2019, asked me to inform you that he is going to compensate you with life, good health, abundant blessings, peace, joy, righteousness, promotions, and breakthroughs. Your greater is coming. May God bless you, and may you have a prosperous new year. You know, for many of us, 2018 was a total bust. I've heard those who would say, I sure hope 2019 is better. I've also heard those say, 2019 has to be better. (laughs) The loss of jobs, the loss of health, the passing of friends or family, family problems, spiritual and moral failures, surgeries, financial woes. It just seemed like there was a black cloud over 2018 for some people. For a few, 2018 was the greatest year yet. More money, better health, newfound loves, new and improved jobs, Goals were met, and spiritually and morally victorious. But for, for some of us, 2018 was a roller coaster, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. There were a few twists and a few loops thrown in there. For me... 2018 had the highest of highs, and it had the lowest of lows. My daughter got married in 2018 and is currently carrying our fourth grandchild, the highest of highs. And the lowest of lows, I said goodbye to my mom for the last time in June of this year. Unfortunately, we try to lump years together as 365-day bundles. We've convinced ourselves that there's a magic line that we can draw in the sand on December 31st. And when we hit the first, something magic happens. The slate is wiped clean and we're granted a fresh start. And to prove our faith in that fresh start, we set new goals. New goals that we call New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Resolution. 
a firm decision to do or not to do something. We're going to stop smoking. We're going to find a mate. We're going to make more money. We're going to read the Bible, and we're going to pray more. We set and we complete a goal. We're going to lose weight this year. Now, for those of us who frequent the gym, January and February are the worst months of the year to attend the gym. You can't find an open piece of equipment. You can't get on a treadmill. You can't even get into the weight room for all of the New Year's resolutioners. You have to find and wade your way through them for at least two months. Now, by the end of February, they're all gone, and you're back down to normal. Now, that's the problem with New Year's resolutions. When you mess up your New, resolution, your New Year's resolution, you just give up. You're done. When you mess up a New Year's resolution, you write it off as, I tried, but it's over. You know, the problem with that is, is that 92% of those who make New Year's resolutions fail. 92% of people who make New Year's resolutions fail. Let that sink in. And then they feel like they have to wait for a new year to try again. Wait for a new year so they can make a New Year's resolution once again to try again that thing that they have failed year after year after year. I am running 100% on my New Year's resolution. I made a New Year's resolution several years ago, and to this day, I still keep that New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution was not to make New Year's resolutions from that point on, and I have kept it up perfectly for the past few years. <laughs> so far, so good. Now listen, not that I'm against New Year's resolutions, but their track records are awful. 92% failure rate. There's no magical New Year's resolution fairy dust that you sprinkle and all of a sudden you get the willpower to do that thing that you couldn't do all year long. 365 day attempts are just too much pressure for a person. When you lump a year together, when you say for 2019, my, I am going to lose 50 pounds, it's just too much pressure to lump it all together. To say, I'm going to do this for 365 days, it's just too much pressure. And we get one opportunity every 365 days to make it right. When honestly, God has given us 365 opportunities. We want to make it into one, but God has given us 365 opportunities. Every day is a line in the sand. Every day is a new day. And God has designed us to live one day at a time. 
one day at a time. Let us make 365 resolutions instead of just one. 365 resolutions a year. That way, if we fail today and we eat a whole box of ice cream by ourselves, there's a new day tomorrow. We can start over tomorrow. It's brand new. Tomorrow is a new day. Resolve to do better tomorrow. (laughs) You see, the Bible teaches us to live this life one day at a time. Not in 365-day bundles. James 4, 13-15 says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow... We'll go to such and such a city and we'll spend a year there. We'll engage in business and we'll make profit. Yet you do not know what your life will bring tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then it vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and we will do this and we will do that. Come on now. 2019, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to save money. You boast about what you're going to do in 2019. You boast about those things that you are going to do in 2019, and you have no idea what 2019 holds for you. And then verse 16 of that same Parts goes on to say that such boasting, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this for the year. Goes on to say that it's arrogant and it's evil. Listen, if you know you need to lose weight, then every single day you ask God to give you the knowledge on how to lose the weight, the wisdom to apply that knowledge, and the strength to eat healthy and to work out. That's how you lose weight. It isn't nothing magic about a New Year's resolution. Every day, 365 days a year, you say, God, today, help me eat healthy so that I can lose the weight I need to lose. 365 resolutions. And if you mess up and you have that Krispy Kreme for breakfast, that triple cheeseburger and large fries and a Mountain Dew for lunch, and a Snickers for a snack and a large pizza for supper, guess what? Tomorrow's a new day. You start over. 365 attempts at it, and I promise you. Listen, when the sun comes up in the morning... Resolve to do better with God's help. If you need to save money, resolve today to stay off of Craigslist, eBay, and Amazon with God's help. (laughs) With God's help, I will leave the TV off and I will pick up my Bible today. I will read it today. I will spend more time in God's Word today. And I promise you, you will have more success 
with 365 resolutions a year than one New Year's resolution. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. 365 opportunities in 2019. God wants us to depend on him one day at a time. In Exodus chapter 16, God gave Israel manna to eat. And he said, listen, you only gather what you need for that day. You only gather the provisions for your family that day. Don't store it up because tomorrow I'm going to give you a new supply. He said, listen, trust me for tomorrow. You take care of today. I've given you the supply for today. You take care of today and trust me for tomorrow. And of course, there were those who couldn't trust him for tomorrow. There were those who gathered up too much. And the next day, they found out that it spoiled, it stank, and it gathered maggots. So it didn't do them any good to gather up. They had to learn to trust God for tomorrow. Listen, Jesus taught us to pray, give us this year our yearly bread. No, wait. Give us this day our monthly bread. Wait, wait, wait. Give us this day our weekly bread. No, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Give us this day our daily bread. He taught us to depend on him for what we need tomorrow. To use what he gives us today for what we need today and to trust him for tomorrow. Give us this day our daily bread. See, I know what that means. I know what that means to pray that. I've prayed that. I've had to pray that, God. Give me today my daily bread. When I've received that notice, that they're going to auction my house off at the courthouse, that they're going to come and repo my vehicle. When I was laid off of work, I didn't know where my next check was coming. I've had to pray that prayer. God, give me today my daily bread. And God, I trust you for tomorrow. You see, I had no choice but to trust God in those times. I had no choice but to trust God to give us this day our daily bread. Can you trust God for your daily bread? (laughs) Or do you trust your paycheck? Or do you trust your bank account? One real test to know whether you can trust God for your daily bread is how generous are you? How generous are you with what God has already given you? Do you give back to God? Do you give to those in need? Do you help your neighbor? Do you help others? Or have you began to store up that manna that God has given you? Hmm. You see, when you can't trust God for today, we have a tendency to worry about tomorrow. When you can't trust God for today's provision, you have a tendency to worry about next week's provision. 
And we don't just worry about tomorrow. We begin to worry about next week. We begin to worry about next month. We begin to worry about six months down the road. Matthew chapter 6 verse 34 says, So do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. No need to worry about tomorrow. You've got enough today to worry about. What are you worried about? What's going to happen tomorrow? God says, trust me for tomorrow. When my wife and I were going through those times, those hard times, I used to tell my wife this. I said, hey, look on the bright side. They may take everything we own, but they can't kill us. (laughs) I used to tell her that. They can't kill us. They may come and take everything we have, but they can't tell us. They can't kill us. In other words, we have each other, we have God, and tomorrow is a new opportunity. I don't know what lies ahead, but I trust God for it. And can I tell you this? We never lost our home. They never repoed a single vehicle from us. And we got through it with God's help. Not one meal do I ever remember going hungry. Not one single meal did I ever do without. You see, sometimes God's help was financial. Sometimes it was a bag of groceries in the back of our vehicle. And sometimes it was just God giving us the wisdom to work with what we already had. But God always came through. We had 365 opportunities. So why doesn't God give us 365 days worth of provision? Because then we would only pray once every 365 days. It would go right along with our new year. Well, it's time for my yearly prayer. Dear Lord, I trust you for my 365-day provision. See you next year. (laughs) You see, God does not store up enough strength for us to go through the trials of 2019. Some of us will face hard trials in 2019. Although he's not promised that stored up strength, he has promised that day by day renewed strength. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 says, Therefore we do not lose heart, But though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparisons. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen, those are temporal. But the things which are not seen, those are eternal. You see, 
We don't worry about this year's trials because we don't know what they are. None of us know what 2019's trials will be for us. So why worry about them? We don't pray for strength for this year's trials because we don't know what strength we're going to need for the trials that we have in 2019 because we don't know what trials we're going to have. But if they come, if they come, God will strengthen your inner man day by day. As you seek him out through those trials, God will strengthen your inner man day by day. If only we will ask him. And if we will only trust him for that inner man to be strength. To renew means to return to take up again. So God strengthens me today for the trials that lay before me that day so that I can take them up again and go through them. And then you remind yourself that those trials, those trials are only momentary. They're only momentary. But the benefits are eternal. The things you don't see going on inside of you, the things that you don't see on the other side, those things are eternal. And not only does he promise to renew us day by day, but he promises every morning that he too will bear those burdens. Psalm 68, 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burdens <laughs> who daily bears our burdens the god who is our salvation selah mm. 365 opportunities for god to bear our burdens so what burden did you try to bear in 2019 or 2018 fear finances home what was the burden that you tried to bear on your own in 2019 2018 why not pray every single day today lord i will not bear this burden alone i will trust you to bear this burden of, and you fill in the blank. What is it you're trying to do on your own? 365 opportunities to let the Lord bear that burden for you. Every single day. 365 days a year, God's loving kindness. What is better than loving? What is better than kindness? Loving kindness. What is better than loving kindness? The Lord's loving kindness. And what is better than the Lord's loving kindness? The Lord's loving kindness that is new every day. It is brand new every single morning. Lamentations 3 Verses 21 through 25 says, This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. 
The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassion never fails. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. I have 365 opportunities to remind myself that if I will wait on him, that if I will seek him, that there are four things that will happen in my life. Number one, my heart will remind me that my portion is the Lord. His favor, his love, his presence, and really that's all I need. The Lord is my portion. The second thing, his loving kindness will be new every morning. Brand new. Man, what's better than new love? Brand new every morning. Number three, his compassion will be new every morning. You ever get tired of being compassionate towards some people? Well, guess what? The Lord's compassion is new every single morning. And listen, because of the first three, the fourth one is, I have hope. 365 days a year, I have hope in the Lord. We see that in verse 21 and verse 24. I have hope. I remind myself of these things, and I have hope. Listen, God really wants us to live our lives one day at a time. One day at a time. He wants us to pray daily. Psalms 86 verse 3 says, Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto you daily. Psalms 88 9 says, Mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction, Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee daily. He wants us to study scripture daily. Acts chapter 17 verse 11. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. A lamp. Thy word is enough for the time that I'm at. Thy word is enough for what is in front of me now. Thy word is enough for today. And he wants us to deny ourselves and to take up our cross. Luke chapter 9, verse 23. The cross is an instrument of death. We must die to ourselves daily. Die to our selfish desires, die to our selfish lusts, die to our selfish self daily. And God wants us to encourage one another daily. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13 says, But encourage one another day after day. 
as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. We need to encourage one another every single day. A wife said to her husband, you never tell me you love me anymore. I told you when we got married, if it changes, I'll let you know. Every day we need to encourage one another. Every day we need to lift one another up. Every single day I need you to encourage me. You need me to encourage you. Everyone sitting around you needs daily encouragement. Daily encouragement. It's not enough to receive encouragement on Sunday morning and expect it to be good for the rest of the week. Listen, I'm not saying don't plan for the future. By all means, save, plan, set goals. Just don't become so consumed with those plans that you don't live today. That you get so focused on the future that you forget to live today. That you become self-reliant and self-supportive. I told my financial guy, I will send you a little money every week. I want you to put it to work. I want you to make me some money. In about 30 years, I'll come back and start taking it back out. He called me late last year. And he said, we have a problem. I said, okay, what's the problem? He said, I ran some numbers, and with what you're sending in, you won't have enough to retire when you want to retire. You can either send in more money, or you can extend your retirement date. He said, could your wife possibly get a part-time job and put that money towards your retirement? I said, hmm, let's see. Send more money. I guess I could cut back what I give. I don't see that happening. And I assure you, my wife is not going to give up babysitting those grandbabies. So I guess that we're just going to have to push my retirement date back. He said, you know your retirement date is already 75. (laughs) I said, listen, Craig. His name is Craig, Craig Bell. I said, listen, Craig. I said, 20 years ago, my wife and I made a decision to live off of my income so that she could raise our children. We felt that was God's will for our life, to trust him. And we knew that that was God's will for us. We knew that beyond the shadow of a doubt. We knew that God's will was for her to stay home, to raise our children, and for me to go out and make a living. And we knew that there would have to be some sacrifices. We knew that. And retirement was one of those sacrifices that we made. And I said, listen, Craig, I have no regrets. I have no regrets whatsoever. And listen, he was so concerned. 
He was so concerned that I was not going to be able to retire before age 75. And listen, although I appreciated his concern, God's will for my life had not changed. I told him that God will take care of us. He always has, and he always will. I'm not going to worry about it. A month or two later, the owner of our company started 401ks for our company. And he would match up to 4% of whatever we put in. And then for me personally, he wrote a $20,000 check to put into my 401k. And now, 10% of my income goes to my retirement. My wife still takes care of the grandbabies. I'm able to give more than I've ever been able to give in the past. And I still don't trust my retirement. (laughs) I don't worry about 30 years from now. I trust God for that. I don't worry about next year. I trust God for that. I don't even worry about tomorrow because God's already there. Today is all I've got. And today is what I'm going to focus on. And I have 365 opportunities laying out before me to do what I need to do, to do what I know I need to do, whatever that is. Stop living your life in bundles. God never intended that. You have 365 opportunities. And I'm going to close with these verses. Psalms 30, verse 5 says, For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Isaiah 33, 2 says, O Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for you. Be our arm every morning, our salvation in the time of trouble. Psalm 143, 8, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go. For to you I lift up my soul. Psalms 118.24 This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalms 59.16 But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. Psalms 90, 14, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Psalms 5, 3, O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and I watch. 
And one last one. Psalms 23, 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Live all that you can today. Because you know not what tomorrow brings. Would you stand to your feet? Three hundred and sixty-five opportunities. Use them. Use them. Stop worrying about next week. Stop worrying about next month. Focus on today and trust God for the rest. Father, we thank you. God, what an encouraging word you gave me today, God. God, what a reminder that you got tomorrow and there's no need to me to worry about it, God. God, I make my plans. God, I set my goals. And God, I trust you for the outcome. God, I prepare to the best of my ability and I trust you for the outcome. God, you're already there. The thing that I worry about, you're already there and you've already got it taken care of. And God, I don't know what lies ahead in this new year that we all stand on the door of, the door panel, God. But I pray for everyone here today that they recognize that on January 1, it's their first opportunity. On January 2, it's their second opportunity. On January 15th, it's her 15th opportunity. God, we have 365 opportunities, and I pray to God we use every single one of them. And God, we trust you for tomorrow. And we trust you for tomorrow. God, may we bring our needs before you. God, may we bring our desires before you, our fears, our burdens, our health, our wealth, our family. God, we lay them upon you and we trust you for tomorrow. And now, Father, as we conclude this service, I pray you keep us safe, God, as we go into this new year. And God, bring us back once again excited to receive from you on another day that you have given us. And we ask all these things in Jesus' very precious name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy New Year.